Welcome into this week's episode of Laker Sports Talk. This is episode 12, coming off of a little bit of a break with the holidays, with Christmas, New Year, all that stuff. But uh, we're back with episode 12. I'm Zach Oaks, joined uh, by Derek Aaron, and we're going to run down a little bit of uh, what's been going on in Laker Sports World, and uh, we're going to interview a special guest later. But before we get to that, uh, Derek, how's it going, man? Doing good, Zach. You know, it's been an exciting, uh, still busy time through the holidays. Obviously, got those behind us now and really turn our focus to, uh, you know, on the hardwood with Laker basketball, Lady Laker basketball, and the other winter sports that are continuing on for Russell County High School. Yeah, a lot going on. Uh, before we get into it, though, I want to uh, tell you that this episode is brought to you by Adam Ellis, the Managing Director for Northwestern Mutual of Southern Kentucky. Adam is a Russell County Laker alumni and specializes in financial planning, life insurance strategies, retirement planning, estate planning, and much more. With locations in Bowling Green, Campbellsville, Danville, Somerset, and Corbin. You can give him a call, 270-570-6229 or 859-893-1905. Derek, as we mentioned, we're uh, kind of hitting the midpoint. Of, we're around the middle of January now, so uh, winter sports are in full swing. Uh, you have basketball, you have swimming, you have bowling, you have a, a lot of things going on. Uh, but uh, you know, I think uh, I think one of the biggest topics right now is basketball. Uh, we're uh, right in the mix of that, and uh, you know, Russell County is kind of a kind of a basketball uh, town. Uh, been a Laker and Lady Laker basketball been a tradition in Russell County for many many years, and so. Uh, a lot to uh, a lot going on there. Uh, Russell County boys got off to a good start. Have kind of stumbled here a little bit in the midway stretch. Uh, the girls uh, also got off to a rough start, but uh, have some opportunities to really make that up down the stretch. So, kind of been a little bit of an up and down season on the basketball court. Uh, what have you seen out of Russell County this season? Yeah, Zach, you hit it right on the head. Just a kind of a roller coaster ride for, for both squads. Of course, uh, Russell County boys, they're six and nine right now as we record this. Uh, one and two in district play. Uh, the Lady Lakers, four and 12, 0 oh and three in district play. Uh, you know, we still dealing with the, the youth, I think, uh, both squads just trying to, you know, really find themselves and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a tough thing to do whenever you, you've got so many uh, young players that are, you know, really thrust into starring roles, Zach, and that's, you know, you just kind of have to tread the water, uh, so to speak, as we get uh, get Lady Laker and Laker basketball kind of moving in the direction we all want it to go. And, uh, you know, it's not always easy. This season has not been always easy for these, uh, these two teams, uh, but there's still a lot to be excited about as the district season, you know, kind of right in the middle of that and some big games upcoming. So, uh, Still time to right the ship, and you know, not to say that the wheels have fallen off by any stretch, but uh, still a lot of good basketball to play and uh, a lot of noise still to make for both these teams. Yeah, I mean, you look at the schedule, there's still plenty of, uh, there's still plenty of games left on the schedule, still have plenty of district games left on the schedule. So uh, you got some, you've got some opportunities there to make up some ground and uh, kind of get where you want to be headed into the postseason. But uh Russell County, like you said, kind of a roller coaster season to the start. There's been some been some really good wins, been some losses that were kind of head scratchers, and uh, you know hopefully they can uh, ride the ship because we're going to be you know before too long. I mean I think uh, what district tournaments will be towards the end of February, so I mean uh, still about a month, month and a half left in the regular season before we start thinking about uh, district tournaments. I believe district tournaments are going to be at Metcalf County this year, so. 
uh, go ahead and uh, mark your schedule accordingly. But, um, you know, I think Russell County, uh, you, ta- you touched on it there, with the youth, um, we've got a lot of kids who are freshmen, sophomores, even a lot, even some middle school kids, um, you know, playing significant roles on both teams. And so um, you don't see that a ton. And uh, it, it does, it, it's cause for some growing pains in the immediate, but you also have to be thinking about the future too. And I think, uh, I think those players getting varsity experience this early on is a, uh, can be a positive for you in the future as you look to kind of uh, build your team uh, and build your program over the years. Yeah, it'll ultimately, you know, <clears throat> pay dividends down the road. Going through the struggles early on, uh, you know, these kids are going to, uh, you know, know the the bad taste in their mouth from some of these losses. You know, they're young. They're going to continue to get stronger and grow and improve as the as time goes on. And so we just have to give, you know, give them some time. Uh, to really find the the right uh, track, for, and you know, success is coming uh, down the line. As you take a look at these rosters, both containing a lot of young players, uh, as you mentioned, Zach, uh, with varsity action now early on, and uh, you know, that's going to Im- hopefully help improve you know their playing uh, and you know what they're able to do in the future for these uh, programs. You know, I for one, you know, I'm excited about what the future holds. Uh, you know, it's it's easy to say that. It's easy to say, well, let, you know, having a tough year, let's look ahead to next year. But whenever you've got rosters that include, you know, the freshman uh, contributors, the sophomore contributors, and as you even mentioned, some middle schoolers who are getting some action, uh, you know, the future is going to be bright. And, you know, it's just, uh, you know, keeping behind these young players and, and you know, keeping uh, the support for them. And, uh, you know, it's always going to be there from this community. There's no doubt about that. Right. Uh, just uh, going on to uh, looking at some other sports, um, when I mentioned swim team held uh, the Debbie Lloyd Memorial Invitational uh, recently. Uh, I, I, think that was a, I think that was an event they've uh, hosted for the, for the past few years, but they, this year they named it for uh, the former swim and dive coach, Debbie Lloyd, who coached, uh, who coached that program for – Many years, uh, no doubt, made a significant impact on a uh, a lot of kids that came through Russell County. I, mean, I know she was coaching that when I was in high school. Now coming up on ten years ago, as hard as that is to admit, but uh, she had uh, been there for a long time. Was a staple of that program, and so uh, really cool that the Lake Swim and Dive team decided to uh, recognize her and uh, name that uh, swim meet in her honor. And uh, really good showing for Russell County. I believe they uh, finished, I think, fifth of 28 teams that came. Uh, the only ones that were really in front of them were, you know, significantly larger schools that have, um, you know, very rich uh, swim and dive tradition. So uh, a good showing for Russell County. And then, uh, you know, bowling, Derek mentioned them. They have had uh, a surprise. I mean, a lot of people thought it was going to be a real rebuilding year, and it has been to an extent, but uh, the bowling team has uh, had some really good showings. Saw uh, significant improvement from a lot of their younger players. They lost a lot of lost a lot of upperclassmen last year uh, on both the boys' and girls' side. But um, a lot of the younger players really stepped up. They've added some 
uh, added some new players that have really uh, uh, have really shown and made significant strides. So uh, both of those programs uh, doing pretty well as they kind of hit their midway point and get ready to head into postseason uh, action as well. Yeah, and both those teams, uh, Zach, really good uh, <clears throat> mentors and coaches that are guiding those squads, and uh, you know they're in good hands. Uh, and it's kind of like basketball. You got some youth. You you have some uh, you know older players move on, uh, even to the college ranks uh, for both teams. So you know that's a big uh, big shoes to fill right. for these uh, youngsters coming on. Uh, but there's no doubt that they're going to find success uh, in these programs because you know they are so supported. Uh, you know, by the athletic department, by this community, uh, by the parents, obviously, are always going to be there. So, uh, no doubt that uh, the the swim and dive, and as well as the uh, the bowling team, uh, bright futures in front of them. And uh, Derek, as we kind of switch back to basketball a little bit, I want to uh, introduce uh, what's going to be our special guest today, uh, Brett Blankenship, the Lady Laker basketball head coach, uh, joining us on the podcast today. Uh, Brett uh, interviewed him, talked to him a little bit about kind of what we've talked about a little bit about the youth that's on this team, uh, kind of what he's seen out of the season so far. Um, you know, he kind of mentions that he doesn't think the win-loss record is totally indicative of what this team has been and uh, just kind of give an, a little bit of an outlook on the rest of the season. So uh, I always enjoy having Brett on the podcast. He's always a pleasure to talk to. He's very, very candid about about where things are with the basketball program and really appreciate that. So uh, I think you all will enjoy uh, listening to Brett talk a little bit about Lady Laker basketball. So we'll go ahead and uh, jump into that now. Happy to be joined today by Lady Laker basketball coach Brett Blankenship. Brett, uh, this is probably, I don't know how many times you've been on here, but several times. We're glad to have you back. I've uh, been a couple times. It's uh, been a while since I've been on, but I'm happy to be back. I always enjoy coming in here and talking to you about basketball. So, uh, you know, Lady Lake basketball, we're right, in the, we're right in the thick of the season. January is kind of that, uh, it's kind of like the midpoint. Uh, you're, you're getting ready to head down the final stretch. Uh, just give us a little update about uh, what's been going on this season. Well, you know, we, uh, our, our record, you know, it's four and twelve right now, but uh, you know everybody's working hard in practice, and we understand uh, the end goal and what we're trying to accomplish this year. You know, we're not so much worried about the wins and the losses right now, except when it's district play, and we know those games are important. Um, but right now, our focus is just on how how much better we can get from now until the end, because we've got a team that I think is improving daily. They're just trying to find themselves, um, you know, learn our style of play and, and what I want to see out of them. And, you know, I, I think towards the end of the season, it, once we can put a full 32 minutes together on the floor and just be consistent game in and game out, I think we're really going to start seeing some more improvement. Uh, the beginning of the season, you know, we, we've played some tough teams. I mean, you know, we, we started out the year – and played uh, Somerset the first game, who was top three in their region. Uh, we played Bell County, who uh, is a top te- top five team in their region. They they uh, won their two A regional tournament uh, that they're going to be playing in next week. So they've got a good ball team. Then we played Danville, who's number one in the twelfth uh, right now. So you know we started off the season. You know I wish I could go back and maybe reschedule yeah. a little bit, but you know you, you just you have to play who you can play and. 
we've got a lot of great teams around our area. So anybody that you schedule uh, is going to be a tough game. So, but we're just finding ourselves and everything's going great. And I, I just appreciate the hard work that our girls are putting in. They're not getting down on themselves. They come to practice every day, uh, just ready to get better. And that's, that's what, that's the only thing that we need to get out of them is just getting better daily. Well, you talk about that opening stretch of the season, three uh, tough games right out of the bat, but that also kind of helps you kind of figure out, you know, where your team is. I mean, there's, you know, some will take the approach of, you know, playing, you know, kind of some cupcake games to start the season and you get a little bit of a false sense of where your team at, team's at. But I think, I think there's something to say about, you know, challenging them early on and saying, okay, here's, okay, now we kind of know where we're at. This is kind of, this is, this is where we are. Let's build up from here. Yeah, and just just the way that I was always coached and, and the coaches that I've been around in my time, you know, we have to go play the best if we're going to get the best out of ourselves. You know, it's not going to do us any good to go somewhere and, and play somebody that we're not going to learn anything from. You know, you go and play a bad team and you beat them by, you know, 15, 20, 25 points. There's really nothing that you can even say or watch film on and learn how to get better because you're probably making mistakes during that game, but you're probably still going to win. You know, you make st- mistakes against good teams, you can really go back and teach and, and show them what they need to do in order to get better to be successful, uh, you know, when we do play good teams. And when you get into the postseason, you're going to play good teams every time, so it gets you ready for that. Yeah, and I know you t- – uh... You know, you talk about the record being four and twelve, but you know, you have a you had, you know, I can think of you know maybe two or three games that were you know you know one or two possessions and um, you know a, a play here a play there and all of a sudden you're looking at um, you're looking at a much different outcome. So um, I, I think one thing we've seen out of the, out of team this year, Brad, is um, a lot of a lot of young players making contributions up and down the roster. Uh, talk a little bit about those younger players that have. Uh, kind of come in and are making an impact on the varsity roster. Well, and that's one of the reasons uh, why we are – what we are right now is just our youth. And, you know, you look at our backcourt and we're starting a, a seventh grader, uh, Addie Abril, we're starting a freshman in high coffee. Um, you know, when you look and we bring Addison Hart off the bench at the guard spot who's a sophomore. Um, and then, you know, probably our next off the bench – it, at the guard spot is an eighth grader, Cam Cooper, and we've got Carly Luttrell that comes off the bench, sophomore. You know, we, we have a lot of young kids, but they're, they're really growing and learning and seeing what I want from them. You know, Addie kind of got thrown into the fire uh, early. You know, she didn't – she was coming off the bench at the beginning of the season. You know, we were kind of getting off to bad starts and games, and she would come in and kind of give us a spark. So, you know, I thought, well – maybe we should just go ahead and start her because we can't dig ourselves a hole like we've been digging. And I, I think it's it's done wonders for her. And it's also honestly helped Addison Hart because she kind of replaced her in that starting lineup. And I told Addison, I said, look, this is, you know, it's nothing for you to get down about. This is the decision that we're going with. And I think you will be better coming off the bench. And the, the first few games of that, Addison came in and, and scored, you know, seven, eight points in those games and knocked down some big shots. And just felt more comfortable. So I'm trying to just put these kids in situations where they're most comfortable at. And, and Addie's done a great job, like I said. And, uh, you know, Carly Luttrell, she's trying to find herself on offense. She's a great scorer. She just needs to understand what I want her to do. Um, Anaya has struggled a little bit shooting the ball, but, 
you know, they're, they're, I can see flashes from her. And I tell her all the time that she has, she has as much ability on our team as anybody. There'll be times in a game where she does something that nobody else on our team can do. But that's just, that just comes with learning and growing and being consistent and being able to do that every game because that's what you got to do at this level. And then Camden Cooper's come in. Uh, she's a great defender. She's, she's uh, shot the ball pretty well um, in the in varsity minutes. So uh, she's coming along nice too. we got some other young players that maybe not seen as much time as those, but they're they're learn, learning and growing and, and getting more comfortable as well. Well, and I think – you know, I don't. You don't see a lot of. You don't see a lot of teams where you know your your top two, two of your top backcourt players are a seventh grader and a freshman. But I think that also, I, you know, I think that also has to be something you can look at from an optimistic point of view. Of the future should be very bright because by the time these girls are sophomores, juniors, seniors, they'll have had you know, a ton of varsity experience under their belt. Whereas in a lot of other places, you know, you have players that are, as a junior, maybe getting their first real minutes. Uh, and they're still, you know, they're an upperclassman, but they're still kind of getting acclimated to uh, to actual game experience. I think that kind of bodes well for the future as well. Yeah, and, you know, all this comes and goes in cycles. There, You know, there's a lot of teams that we've played this year that we've played in the past. And, They've been like we are this year. They've been young and inexperienced, and, and, you know, we've put it on them pretty good. But now we go and play them this year, and I see kids that I saw back when they were in eighth grade, freshmen, you know, just trying to find themselves. And now those kids are juniors and seniors, and we're going to play them. So, you know, it just comes in cycles. I look at our district, and our district has had a lot of young kids over the past three or four years. Now those kids have grown up. And they have better, much better teams than, than they've had, you know, the last three or four years. Kermon's gotten a lot better. Metcalf is good. Monroe's good. Clinton's gotten better because those kids have learned and grown through the system. And now they're upperclassmen and, and, you know, they know exactly what they're supposed to do game in, game out. And that's what our kids are learning now. So, you know, hopefully the next couple of years we can start to build on that a little bit and get a little older and experienced. Well, you talk about the district. Uh, you've, played uh, three district games so far, um, you know, 0-3 in those games, but two of them, I mean, have been within single digits. So, I mean, I mean, you're not, you're not far off in those games and you've still got a lot of those games left on the schedule. And none of those games kind of, those games will determine your seating for the district tournament. I know that means a little bit more too with a five-team district now. Um, just talk a little bit about the importance of those district games down the stretch. Well, you know, like you said, started off 0-3. I really felt like we could go down at Clinton County and beat them. We only gave up 36 points. You know, you expect to win when you only give up 36, but we decided we only wanted to score 27 that <laughs> night. So, you know, uh, I felt like we should have had that one. I felt like we played excellent up here against Monroe um, and had a chance to win, and I, I picked them as, as the team to win our district this year, and they beat us by five or six at home. You know, and we led most of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just couldn't put together the full 32 minutes. But, you know, we're right there with them. And then Metcalf, uh, you know, that's a team that we can compete with, I think. Uh, you know, the next time we got to go play them at Metcalf. But there's nothing about them that makes me think that we can't give ourselves a chance to win. So I, I really think our district is wide open. But it's important for us. We've got to start winning a couple of these district games because we play Clinton County next and, 
you know, it's a game I feel like we have to win in order for us to have a chance to not be in that four or five game and have to win two, you know, you got to win two games now if you're in that game to move on to region. So, uh, you know, the Clinton County game is going to be very important. Then we got Cumberland County. We've not even played them yet. So uh, hopefully we can get two wins against them and then we uh, have Metcalf and Monroe. So there's opportunities out there. We just got to go get them. Yeah, I think that's a, I mean, that's a big difference this year with Monroe County in the district. Now you have, you basically turn the, um, the district tournament into a three-day event um, where, you know, you have the opening matchup as a 5-4, and if you're in that game, yeah, you had to win two, whereas before you just had to win one game to clinch a spot in region. Now you got, if you're in that, if you're in the four or five, so you got to win two. That's uh, that's a significant change with Monroe in the district now. Um, so, uh, Brad, just tell me a little bit about, um, you know, we talked a little bit about, um about the youth and the and some of the younger players, but you've got a you've got a few seniors on the roster this year too. Uh, talk a little bit about them. Well, we've got three seniors: uh, Malia Preston and Hannah Yates and, and Mallory Ferguson. And you know, I I'm very appreciative of them and all the hard work that they've put in because it it's hard, you know. And some of these young kids are going to experience it too. It's hard to go through all this year to year, and and you know, just the trials and and tribulations and things that happen during seasons. And, you know, the, these girls have never wavered. They've always been there, um, you know, and I, I really want for them to have to finish strong and have a great season. You look at Malia and she's, she's done an excellent job this year. I mean, she has really improved her scoring. Um, she's been a staple of our defense. I mean, she's been excellent defensively. She's had games where she's had, you know, 12 points, 10 rebounds and almost, 10 blocks, you know, she's had it. She's flirted with a triple double a couple times this season. So she's done really well. Um, and I'm proud of, of the way that she has carried herself this year. You know, Hannah's come in and done a great job and she's rebounded the ball and, and scored when we needed her to. And she's, she's one that I can put out there and defensively she'll take some charges and things like that and doesn't care to do that. So that's always somebody you need on your team. And, and she's been a pretty good leader uh, for our kids as well. Um, and Mallory's been a great leader for us. She's come in um, and given us some some good minutes varsity-wise and, uh, you know, played some good defense and knocked down a few shots when we needed them. Um, and she Mallory's a great person. She's our, she's our person in the locker room that kind of keeps everybody together. She's kind of like our, our team mom, I guess, in the locker room. She really takes care of everybody and, and just does those type of things. So you couldn't ask for any better. And like I said, I want the best for these three seniors. We had a meeting at the beginning and I said, I'll do whatever I can to make you all successful so you can go out as a winner. So that's all we, that's all we're trying to do at this point. Yeah. When you've got, and especially, you know, when you've got, when you've got so many young kids having, uh, like, like you were just talking about Mallory there, you know, somebody who, uh, who kind of embraces their role and is, you know, uh, is just kind of that, kind of like that glue uh, to kind of hold everything together. I think that's always a, a good thing to have. Um, you know, one, you know, one, uh, one player we've not talked about who's kind of emerged this year is Rachel Boland. She's, uh, she's kind of emerged as one of the, I mean, one of the, one of your top scorers. So one of your, one of your uh, top offensive players talk about what kind of, how she's kind of uh, moved forward this year. Well, I mean, Rachel, she, she's very gifted basketball wise she can do a lot of different things you know she's honestly when I had her as a seventh grader she was probably five six or five seven 
And in a couple of years, she's grown and she's about six foot now. So, you know, and she's played guard her entire life. So that is very helpful to us because she is a girl who has some size, but she can also help us bring the ball down the floor. She can get rebounds and just go with it when we need her to. Yeah, you don't see a lot of players with her size with, with ball skills like that. No, and I mean, she, you know, she can dribble either hand. You know, she can get to the basket when she needs to. She's pretty crafty uh, inside. But the biggest thing with Rachel is just she she has to figure out that that she is more she is probably going to be our best player every night and she needs to do that. And we've had several conversations about that. She has to be one that just leads us to where we need to go because you know, when we get down in close games, I, I'm probably giving her the ball, you know, and just saying go score. And she's got to figure that out. But she's done a great job. She's had, you know, several double doubles this season. I mean, put up big numbers rebounding wise and you know, been double figures in points. Um, and she's just done 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 excellent. She's a great passer too. And, and I'm trying to get her to be more of a leader by example out on the floor because everybody loves her on our team. And, you know, she can she could really carry us. And, and when she's doing good things, everybody else is going to do good things. So I, I, but I've been proud of the way that she's come along this year. Uh, I want to go back to, uh, you know, you went and played in the 2A tournament. And you got to win against Marion County in the opening round. Uh, you and I were talking a little bit just uh, before we got on here. It's probably the best the team's looked all season. And I, I think there, that was a real good, uh, kind of like a feel-good win for everybody to kind of uh, build some confidence going down the stretch. Uh, just talk about what you saw out of your team in that game. Well, we just came out and we had a good game plan. And, uh, you know, our, our team, we have to have – a really good couple days of practice. We don't do well back-to-backs, just to be honest. We have to have good practice, good game plan, and that's what we did, and, and the girls came out and executed it. I knew we could score on them. Uh, we got the ball out in transition a lot, got some easy baskets. We were able to uh, pressure them a little bit. Um, I felt like we could, and we did a great job and, and made them turn the ball over. It was nice to for us to, to force some turnovers for yeah. once, you know. But we did an excellent job of that and just got ourselves some easy baskets and ended up scoring 73 points. I mean, we've not we've not scored that many in a long time. So, that you know, just a feel-good game. You know, we, we really needed that one, and I felt like we could get it, and we probably played way beyond my expectations. <laughs> so, you know, it, it was great to see that that night. Um, now, Brad, as we, kind of, as we kind of get ready to wind this down a little bit, I want to give you an opportunity to talk about uh, your assistant coaches. I know you've got – uh, Mike and Reagan are back with you uh, again this year. Talk about um, about what those two bring to Lady Laker basketball. Well, uh, Coach Scott, he he's helped me uh, since I've been doing this, and you know he's kind of the he's kind of just he he's not going to be loud and boisterous like I am, but he's just <laughs> kind of behind the scenes, and, and he does a great job in practice. The girls really respond to him and things that he's trying to teach them. You know, he brings a lot of experience to the table for us. He's gone to two state uh, tournaments with the Dare County boys. So, you know, and they had some great teams back in those days. So um, he brings that to us, and he's just kind of my calming force and kind of talks me off the ledge sometimes. Of course, <laughs> I work with him down at Jamestown Elementary, so we're always talking about basketball and, and things that maybe we need to change or need to stay with or whatnot. So – I just appreciate all the hard work. And he also does our stats 
during the game on on Game Changer. So you'll probably see him on the bench with his iPad. But he's you know he's working hard putting those stats in. We actually gave him a pretty tough time the other night against Marion County. We hadn't scored that much, so he was really working <laughs> that iPad over there. He couldn't even keep up with it. So that iPad was probably about it, to overheat. It, it probably was, yeah. But he, he does a great job with that, and he's very accurate on the stats. I mean, he does a great job. And then Reagan, you know, she's she's one, you know, she's the only female I have on my staff, and, and that's good to have. And, you know, the girls really love her, and they respond to her, and she's our middle school coach. And, you know, it's good to have that. It's good for those middle school kids that I do bring up. They already know they're going to be with her too. So they're probably a little more comfortable with her when they first get up there than they are with me. They got to kind of get used to me. But, right. uh, you know, Reagan does a great job and, and her input is all – she. you know, she's played on some great teams here and, and she knows what's going on. And, and I. you know, she knows that she can come to me if we need to change something or whatnot. And, you know, she has great ideas about things. So – I, I'm I'm just very appreciative of those two, and, and I can't do anything that I do on a day-to-day basis without them. So, you know, and we have a great relationship, so that just makes everything, you know, ten times better. Uh, well, Brett, we're going to get ready to wrap this up here. Um, you know, like, like we talked about, uh, kind of we're heading towards the final stretch of the season. There's going to be several home games and several some big district games coming up. Uh, give you a chance to kind of give a plug for people to come out and uh, watch your team in action. Yeah, I mean, we we need support. You know, these girls they they work so hard every day, and and I know that they're trying to do the right things. It may not always translate out on the court, but I know in my heart that they're trying to do the right things, and they love their community and they love their school, and they just need your support. It you know, like I said, our record doesn't show it now, but we're working towards postseason play and I really feel like with with support and just love for them um, people in the stands cheering us on uh, I really feel like that can help us out here down the stretch so I just encourage everybody to come out and watch us uh, Clinton County game is going to be a big one we need everybody there um, and you know that that's our goal we're going to try to win this district championship and get back on track and, and we just need everybody's support this community is great and uh, they always are, so I don't think there's going to be any problems with that. But they, our girls just need your support. All right. Thanks, Brett. Appreciate you coming in, and uh, wish you the best of luck the rest of the season. Thank you for having me. Thanks again to Coach Brett Blankenship for uh, joining us on Laker Sports Talk this week. Really appreciate uh, what job he does with the Lady Laker basketball program. Uh, often a uh, thankless job, these coaches that spend a ton of time uh Working with working with these student athletes and uh, oh, Derek, we all know they aren't uh, they aren't super high paying jobs. No, you, you don't no. you don't get rich off of that. So uh, it really, oftentimes comes down to a labor of love. And yeah, you really do it to impact the you know the young lives out there and try to make a positive influence. And you know while coaching the game of basketball, and uh, certainly uh, coach has done that. And you know I tell you, very tough schedule. To especially start the season off for this uh, Lady Lakers squad, and that's something that uh, you know they had to kind of uh, you know work through some of the uh, some of the kinks early on against some very quality competition. Yeah, I mean you look at a team like Somerset, who's uh, going to be very competitive in their district in the 12th region. Bell County is going to be right there in the 13th region. Danville's going to be right there in the 12th region. Uh, a lot of tough opponents. This district this year is not. Uh, it's no cakewalk. I think it's a very competitive district from from one to five. I don't, there's not a 
I don't think there's a real clear front runner, I, and I think uh, I think that's going to make the district tournament interesting because I I mean you can see a scenario where any of these teams in the in the 16th really make a run. So um, I, I don't think any result in that would be terribly surprising. So uh, yeah, you mentioned it. Schedule's been uh, schedule's been pretty tough. They went and played some tough games in Gatlinburg and. Uh, yeah, just a, a tough ride this year, and I, like I said, I don't. I kind of agree with Brett. I don't think the win loss record is totally um, is totally representative of what this team is. I think this, I think their schedules played a role in that. They've been on the opposite end of some close games that could have very easily one or two possessions would have changed that. So I think the, I, I don't think the win loss record is totally. Uh, totally represents what the team is, but they've still got a chance down the stretch, got a lot of big games down the stretch that can uh, make a difference going into postseason. So uh, I think the opportunity is there. We'll see uh, We'll see if they can take advantage of it. Uh, Derek, real quick, as we uh, get ready to wind the podcast down, uh, we want to name our Athletes of the Week. Um, this is week we're going to have two. Uh, we do that sometimes, and uh, there we have two uh, individuals that are very deserving of that award. And our Athletes of the Week this week are brought to you by First National Bank of Russell Springs. With personal and business banking, loans, mortgages, mobile and online banking, and much more, First National Bank is your place to go for banking in Russell County. Visit their website, fnbrs.com, for more information. You can call 270-866-4343 or visit them at any of their three bank branches in Russell County. One's at the intersection of Highway 127 and Highway 80 on South 127 near Russell County High School, or on Main Street in Russell Springs. Our athletes of the week this week are Russell County Lady Laker basketball player Malia Preston and Russell County Laker swimmer Jacob Phillips. Jacob broke, uh, I believe, what was his own record in the uh, 200 freestyle event at uh, the Debbie Lloyd Memorial Invitational. Uh, Jacob, a young kid in the program, uh, but it's been astounding uh, in the pool. So, He's uh, he's done a really good job, and it's pretty cool when you can break your own record. It's probably not the last time he'll break his own record either. No, uh, with uh, you know, I mentioned him being a youngster there in the program. So much uh, improvement still to, to come for him, and if he's already setting records, then uh, you know he's he's well on his way to uh, making a name for himself uh, here uh, for the Russell County swim team. Yeah, it comes from a, a family that's uh, produced a lot of great swimmers through Absolutely. the program. Uh, so. Yeah, definitely probably won't be the first time I mentioned him breaking a record. Um, and then Malia Preston, um, you heard Brett kind of mention it, but um, Malia's really came on in her senior year, has um, really become a staple in the front court, been a, a, a really strong defensive presence. Um, there a couple of weeks ago, we watched her at uh, Marion County in the 2A, and she was probably close to a triple double. We didn't, have, we couldn't keep up with all the blocks, but I imagine she had at least seven or eight, along with uh, double digits in, in points and scoring and rebounding. So we're not too far from a triple double in that game with with blocks, which you don't see a lot. But uh, she makes a real difference, uh, especially on the defensive end. Or seen her offensive game uh, improve over the course of the season too. So definitely deserving of each of those players to be uh, this week's Laker Sports Talk First National Bank Athletes of the Week. Yeah, and you mentioned Malia, just what she's been able to do just throughout her career, just watching her improvement, and that's why you stick with it. That's why you, you know, you have a tough year maybe, or you have some uh, older uh, 
uh, players in front of you, you know, that's why you stick with it. That's why you, you go through the grind, you go through the practices, you, you improve. And here, here she is in her senior season, her senior campaign, making a name for herself. And uh, it's been a pleasure to watch her play this season. Well, folks, uh, that's going to wrap it up for uh, this week's episode of Lakers Sports Talk. Appreciate you uh, listening and checking in with us. And uh, make sure you can go on Apple, Spotify, subscribe. That way you don't miss an episode. And, uh, of course, uh, we're on Twitter at Lakers Sports Pod. Also, uh, podcast ideas, you can send them there or uh, through through our Laker Country 104.9 Facebook page, whatever works best for you. want to hear from you. And, uh, folks, as always, go Lakers.